My name is Lindsay Crandall, and this piece is called Lent and Imperfection. At breakfast this morning, my husband reminded me that today is Mardi Gras. He walked to the kitchen to make a second French press of coffee, and I got distracted by the sun coming through the back window and hitting me in the face. You know, I said, I'm really sick of this house. He came back to the table and replied, yes, I know. I had mentioned this to him last week. The kids were off school for February break, historically the coldest and snowiest week of the year, except for this year when it was in the 60s almost every day. The first day of break, he went to work and I took the kids to the beach to lavish ourselves with sunshine. It was chilly, but who can turn down the beach in February? The next day we opened the windows, just a crack because the screens were still put away for the winter. I kept telling myself this was just a taste of spring, a peak of what's to come, and also that it's February and winter is not over yet. But my mind went somewhere else, to spring cleaning and wide open windows and sunlight and change. I started thinking about rearranging the furniture and wondered if we should paint the living room again. Also, these red and white plaid pillow covers aren't working anymore, and maybe we should change the curtains. All of these things, just cosmetic fixes, easy ones. The more I looked around and thought about what projects I'd like to do around the house this spring, the more I realized we're in over our head with this house. It needs new windows and a new kitchen. There's no back door. Our dog needs a fence. I wish we liked it better here, I said to my husband, which is true. I wish I loved our neighborhood and that the house was truly amazing. But honestly, I just feel kind of ambivalent about it. I want acreage and a house with lots of windows, maybe a wraparound porch. I want more space. Well, this house doesn't work for us, he said, and I nodded. Underneath my nodding was a lot of frustration. I've always believed that if you change something, Something small, it can turn everything around. Sometimes it takes a gallon of paint. Sometimes it means going outside. Sometimes it's offering a hug instead of an unkind word. But this house is a beast unto itself, filled with more large-scale problems than we'll ever be able to solve. We've lived here for about a year and a half. It doesn't seem like very long, except when I think back to this time last year. In a panic to decide what to give up for Lent, I resolved to stop looking at my phone first thing in the morning, promising myself that I wouldn't look at it until I had a hot cup of coffee in hand, at least 15 minutes after getting out of bed. At this time last year, my husband was working two jobs and going to nursing school full-time. Our marriage and our life was in worse shape than we knew. I felt frantic all the time. Not checking my phone first thing in the morning didn't fix that. I just don't want to be the kind of people who don't do anything, I said, rubbing my thumb along the edge of the mug. I don't want to live in a house we can't fix, and I don't want to look around and see a bunch of projects we can never complete. My husband got up to pour the boiling water into the French press. Then we'll focus on what we can do, he said, which is exactly what we've been doing for the last nine months, since we find out, found out he failed his coursework and he decided not to continue with school. We've been doing what we can to try to get back on track, to love and forgive and keep sticking together, which is oversimplifying it. It's been much harder than that. We're still figuring it out. And the house, of course, is just a metaphor. Lent, of course, is just a season, except that it's not. It's a chance to let go of the things we're carrying, 
to give them to the God who promises to carry us. I've been thinking about Lent, I told my husband. He poked his head around the cabinet. I want more space. I want to create space in our home, in our lives. I'm tired of all of it. Let's get rid of stuff. Let's make room for something else. He sat down and we poured ourselves more coffee. Okay, he said, we can do that. Then I remembered a time in college when I visited a friend's church. Her father was the pastor, and during the children's part of the service, he talked about 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. He was wearing a cardigan, which he said was like the old way. When we come to Christ, he said, we put off the old. Then he took off his cardigan. It can be scary, and we feel naked, so we have to put on something else. What we put on, he said, is the character of Christ. As I think about creating space and how that could be my Lenten practice, I think about that cardigan. I think about how uncomfortable I feel when I log out of my social media accounts and go back for a quick hit. I think about how uncomfortable it is when I don't have a good book to read or a friend to talk to or a television show to entertain me. I think about what I could pare down or put down or let go of in order to create that uncomfortable space that might bring me closer to God. Because once we let go of something, something else takes its place. Why shouldn't that point us back toward God, away from ourselves and our problematic houses and our fragile marriages? Why shouldn't that drive us into the arms of the only one who can save us, who insists we do nothing but show up and let go? Thank you.